Hello and welcome to episode 69 of the Liverpool Comedy Improvcast with me, Ian Luke-Jones. This is where we get to know the people who make up the LCI community and a place where we delve into all sorts of improv topics. But today is something a little bit different because I'm taking a niche show and I'm making it even more niche because I'm welcoming back previous show guests San George and Kat Cook and we are talking about something we're very passionate about which is our love of neighbours and we're talking about our sadness because it's recently been taken away from us a TV show that's been with us uh, our whole lives it's been taken away and we were talking about it and we thought hey let's just talk about it on the podcast and use it to get our feelings out there and um, you know process what, what it is that we're going through. It's a little bit different to normal. We're not talking about our improv journeys, but it's three improvisers talking about something that means a lot to us. And we do link it to improv and a little bit of the conversation as well. So please stick with the episode and just listen to us talk about our love of neighbors. It's, it's a really great chat. And we talk about all sorts of things to do with the show. And there may be times where we talk about some statistics that aren't quite right because, you know, we're not statisticians. We're just going off things off the top of our head. Um, so if you are a massive fan and you think, hey, they said that wrong, please do not um, get in touch to say, hey, you got that wrong because it's done and it's dusted. We're not going to go back and re-record it. Uh, but it's always a pleasure to talk with Kat and with San. And it was great to have all three of us having this chat about this thing that we are genuinely going to miss a lot in our lives. So some of you may never have seen Neighbours and some of you may be aware of it. Maybe you watched it back in the day and some of you may be big Neighbours fans. Maybe you are a Neighbours fan that's just tuning in just to listen to this episode. Maybe you know nothing about improv. Well, I can tell you I love improv and I love Neighbours. So for me, this was a really great experience. So hopefully you will just enjoy the fact that I am enjoying the conversation. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your podcasts. We're even available on Amazon Podcasts, which means that you can ask Alexa to play the show. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review and subscribe to the show to give us a boost and help get our name out there. And now it's time to go off script and find out why is it that everybody needs good neighbors? Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's show. Now, this week is quite a bit different to our normal sort of show, as if this show wasn't niche enough where we talk about improvisers from Liverpool Comedy Improv. Uh, we, this week, are getting together a few improvisers from Liverpool Comedy Improv to talk about something that we're very passionate about and currently very sad about. Um, we'll get into that in just a second, but first of all, can we introduce, first of all, a uh, returning guest, fellow Oiker of mine, it is San. Hello, San. Good day, everybody. And another returning guest, and Bossbird member, and um, big um, member of LCI, it's done lots of teaching there, you'll all know it, it's Kat. Welcome back to the show, Kat. G'day. G'day, how's it going, mate? G'day. Uh, so, yeah, we are here because we are all big fans of Neighbours, and mm -hmm. as of the 29th of July in the UK, there is no more Neighbours for us mm. to enjoy. Mm. Sad times. Mm. It is sad times, and it's something I've spoken about on, on the podcast uh, 
a few times. Sort of neighbours gets mentioned here and there, and it's something I have grown up watching. I'm a massive fan, and I'm genuinely devastated. And it came, it, it came quite apparent when I was talking to Cat when I was talking to Stan that we all are in a state of mourning about the loss of neighbours. So we thought, hey, why don't we just put it out there in a podcast episode, and we can sort of hopefully get our feelings out talk about it, talk about what we love, and hopefully it will help give us a bit of closure. Yes. It's 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 a travesty. It's just not uh, no, wrong, wrong in so many ways. Isn't it, Cass? I just don't understand why Home and Away survived and Neighbours didn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Who, who even watches Home and Away? Channel 5 could have got rid of that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. There's lots of talk about this, so... The the deal is that in a, Australia, Home and Away is way more successful than Neighbours. What? What? And always has been. It's watched by more people. It's it's on oh. an actual TV network. Like a few years back, Neighbours got moved to a digital network in Australia. But oh. Home and Away is still on like a mainstream TV network and is funded by its own network. But Neighbours... Yeah. Neighbours... Sorry, I did watch it a bit. I have tried to watch Home and Away, but it's just not the same, is it? I mean, I do watch Home and Away. I um, do watch it, but not not religiously. Uh, I haven't seen it for weeks. But when Neighbours went to Channel 5, they cut this massive deal. And because it had so many UK viewers, and it doesn't get that many in Australia, Channel 5 actually footed the bill for most of the production. And Channel 5, when the contract came up, They've had a, a redirection, and they said that they didn't want to fund the show anymore. And then the network in Australia said, "Well, we can't afford to run the show." So they looked. Apparently, they did look around for other networks, but they couldn't come to any arrangement. So they just decided mm. to call it a, a day. Oh, what blows my mind is that if yeah. Neighbours isn't that big in Australia, all of those actors who are really big and famous to us are probably. Yeah. It's just probably like Doctors is. To us, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just, right. Yeah. Aww. Now, Australia isn't that big a place in terms of population, mm. so I believe Neighbours was getting like three hundred thousand viewers a day, roughly, compared to yeah. seven hundred thousand viewers for Home and Away. Oh, I think, I think yeah. that's generally how it goes. They should have just told us, and we would have gone. We would have raised the money. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Sam would have funded it. We're the yeah. yeah, we'd investors. We, we'd we'd have paid as long as we could have a role in the show. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so we're all pretty sad, and we've all we've all watched it for a long time. We'll all talk about our neighbours' stories now. I will just quickly mention improv-wise because this is an improv podcast, so there needs <laughs> to be some kind of tenuous link to improv. Now, for me, what it is with with neighbours is like. In improv, you're often thrust into scenes where you need to delve into emotions. Now, fortunately, I live a pretty chill life and, you know, I don't go through many extreme emotions on a daily <laughs> basis. So for me, Neighbours, it was the outlet of, of all of the emotions that I don't necessarily go through myself with characters that you care about. Because you, you see these things in films and it just happens. And a lot happens in like a 90 minute period in a film but yeah. with something like Neighbours it, it, where you're with these characters every day 
you're with them through the good times, you're with them through the bad. You know, it's a general soap opera thing. It's something quite special to soap operas. You're with them through it all. And when you've got characters like Carl and Susan, and they've been through everything and they still endure and all that kind of stuff. I draw on that in improv. I I pull from things that I've seen from the show, the way that it's affected me. I think, oh, yeah, I haven't experienced that emotion, but they've helped me experience that emotion through them. So that's where I get some of my inspiration for emotion. Very good link. Yeah. Broadcast, sorry. Yeah, no, I think... I I don't think I can, like, so eloquently link improv and Neighbours, but I guess when you think about Neighbours, you think about recurring characters, and callbacks because you're so happy when you see them yeah um and yeah i guess that there there is that but also it's just there's so much drama and comedy and fun and characters and playfulness and storylines and story arcs and sometimes it's awful and sometimes you think it's improvised (laughs) i think it is sometimes especially with carl and susan i think i've seen a a carl being interviewed and he said sometimes you have to improvise because susan makes him laugh about that's it, yeah. Um, he makes a laugh, so um, he has to improvise sometimes. Um, but yeah, the James that those two been through, they're the, they're the two that um, um, like that I, I I I love watching Journey. I mean, the things the things that Carl has put Susan through are amazing, and they're still together. They're amazing. Um, I mean, look at us talking about like, like it's real, but it feels real, doesn't it? It feels, you know, when I, when I used to work, I had a bad day, and I was like, yes, can't wait to get home to watch Neighbours, and yeah. um, if it was lady, mum would take it for me, or I'd take all of them and watch them all on a Saturday or something. Well, let's let's kind of start at the end, and let's talk about the final episode. What did you guys think of the final episode? Oh, amazing. So, um, so... So, I mean, I thought I was going to cry, but it was done so well that it just um, brought up all the characters. And you'd, you, I forgot, I realised, oh, wow, yeah, look, such and such. Oh, yeah, look, such and such. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Guy Pearce coming and went, oh, wow, well, yeah, because that started his career off. And um, I, knew, and I, I knew Carly wouldn't say much, but she wouldn't be able to afford to, would be. Well, that's not, that isn't why she didn't say much. Yeah, I'll go on then, enlighten us. Uh, the reason, so for those that don't know, Kylie and Jason came back, loads of past characters came back for the final episode. And uh, Scott and Charlene, their character names, Kylie and Jason, they came back. But they actually filmed their scene, or their last few scenes, before the finale had even been written. Because oh. that was, scheduling-wise, that's when they could get over. So they brought them in to do something but they didn't know what the ending was going to be so they had to do something that they could kind of just fit in around what they were going to do so that's oh. why they didn't really say anything because the script wasn't even written so oh wow okay they didn't want them to say things that they were going to have to cut so they just kept yeah. it minimal and did their best to just slot it around the final it, episode it was good but i wish i wish you would have tried to get through the window that would have been even funnier <laughs> I'm so pleased you told me that, Ian, because I was just like, what? She's not said anything. Like, <laughs> you being paid by the word? What? That's what I thought it was, seriously. That's what I got told. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, there was lots of... 
<laughs> there was lots of chat about the fact that they didn't say anything, uh, but yeah. that was that was the reason why. Oh well, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, I loved I loved the, the way they put Finn in it as well. Um, it, Finn, yeah, it, it made yeah. In it. I, I loved that because it was just it was part of the show. Like it was a big character. It was a big storyline. And. For those that haven't seen the finale of Neighbours, basically it was a great episode and they brought loads of different characters back and they even did this bit where they had some dead characters that were back and they sort of imagined what it would be like, what the street would look like uh, if those that they'd lost were still with them. And that was awesome. Uh, But, you know, it's been running for a long time. It was running for 37 years. So there's obviously loads of characters that have been in it in that time, and not all of them came back. And there were various complaints about, oh, so-and-so didn't come back, and so-and-so didn't come back. And I was like, they did their best. They had like an hour to try and bring it all together, bring 37 years of awesomeness together. And I yeah. personally think they did a really good job. I think they did. Yeah. I mean, so long as they brought Sonia back, that that was the main thing. If they oh. had brought Sonia back, then yeah. I, I would have actually thrown something at the TV and written an angry letter. Oh, not the fact that it's finished, just because you didn't bring Sonia back. Exactly. Sonia oh, is Neighbours, yeah. in my opinion. She was just, yeah, fantastic. See? Air, oh, air scene on the beach was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it was incredible. I was disappointed they didn't bring Stingray back, because he's actually done a lot of work with Neighbours in recent years, and he did yeah. die, and I was like, oh, if they've got dead characters, they could have Stingray, but he yeah. wasn't there. Yeah. Um, and no, Five, and Drew as well. Drew. Oh, yeah, Drew, yeah. Oh, yeah. Channel 5 angered people even more. So not only did Channel 5 cancel the show, they then cut bits out of the finale episode. So the Australian viewers saw some things that we didn't actually get what? to see. What? I didn't what? know that as well. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. You, need, oh. you need to look it up on YouTube if you want to find oh. out. How do we watch the Australian one? Uh, you can watch it on YouTube. Oh, can you? Oh, and, I, and I think you can specifically see like the three-minute clips of Stuff that was edited out of the UK version. <sighs> I tell you what, though, I would have loved to be in the, in the after party. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I say? Let's boycott Channel 5, but there's nothing to watch on it anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the show has launched many, many famous people over the years, and most of the, the people that we talk of that came from it, like Margot Robbie, Guy Pearce, even Russell Crowe at one point, uh, Holly Valance, Natalie and Brulia, they were all yeah. picked up by this one casting person. So she's like responsible for making an impact massively on the world through Hollywood and through music just because she spotted them as talent. Yeah. And I think in the final episode, people like Margot Robbie taking the time out of her day to do a little something for it. Like people that have gone on to big success, they don't, they don't have to come back and do this thing for neighbours but you know they love it so much they did and I think that was really cool yeah I think that says a lot about what it must have been like to work on neighbours it's like coming back to your old job isn't it yeah yeah because you wouldn't go back and do it unless you liked it would you no plenty jobs I wouldn't go back to and I think for some of them like for the likes of Carl and Susan and Toadie and Paul people that have been in the show for a long long time Maybe for them, it's it's a good. It was a good way to leave because yeah. maybe they were at a point where they've done it for so long, and they knew it would upset people to leave. But yeah. if they're leaving, they're not missing out on anything. If there's nothing to go back to, so maybe for some of them, it was like a blessing in disguise. Yeah, but what will they do now? 
like if you're a long life soap character how do you like get a job on a theater show or in a different drama like right i think this is what they all need to do then all of them need to come over and become british soap stars they, that, that's yeah, the new campaign they all need to come over and they need to get jobs at eastenders yeah in doctors in casualty emmerdale coronation street they, we just like relocate them rebecca elmoglu i don't know how you say her surname that plays therese in neighbors she's actually cousins of judy dench oh what true story wow. <laughs> um it was always a dream of mine that someone would leave a soap and go to another soap as the same character. As the same character, yeah. Oh, they've done that, haven't they? With yeah. some soaps, where they Didn't... do a little crossover. Didn't Paul do it sometime? Oh, I don't know. Sure he did. Yeah, like, they just kind of, like, go visit their cousins in London. Yeah, something like that, yeah. East End, and then go back up to Manchester. <laughs> and something that you might like, Kat, I don't know if you've heard this, but Russell T. Davis. Right. Of Doctor Who uh, writing fame has expressed an interest in working with Jackie Woodburn. Oh, that's interesting. That yeah. is. Uh, so you might have Susan in Doctor Who. Who knows? Ooh. Oh, Ooh. my God, that would be the best that kind of crossover. Oh, she'd be hilarious in that, yeah. I love it. I used to, I used to, I used to, I used to like it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Neighbours has been around for 37 years. I think it was on UK screens for 36 years because we got it a bit later. Yeah. And it was actually cancelled after its first season in Australia. Yeah. And then it was picked up by a different network and some of the characters were changed. And then it became really big here around the Scott and Charlene yeah. period because the daughter of is it Michael Grade, the BBC director at the time, started to consistently be late for registration in school and it's because neighbours ran at like quarter past <laughs> nine in the morning and at lunchtime. And her and a group of friends got really into Neighbours and were late for school because they wanted to watch Neighbours. So then, <laughs> then that, because he wanted his daughter to go to school, he changed the time of Neighbours. He kept the lunchtime slot and then he moved it to the evening. And yeah, yeah. that was a way of making his daughter go to school but still get Neighbours. <laughs> and then it got really popular. And I'm going to talk about my earliest memory of Neighbours. I'll give you guys to think of about yours time to think about yours while i tell you mine because it's actually one of my earliest memories in life okay and i remember so i would have been about four or five i i was i think i was in year one in school could have been in reception but i remember playing neighbors on the school playground and specifically the game that we played was based on a scene where there was a caravan that exploded and charlene was in the caravan and Scott had to sort of run in and save her from the caravan. And this game that we created when we were like four or five was basically playing out that scene. And I was Scott. I was Scott every single time. And I basically (laughs) saved every girl in my class, like one at a time, because they all wanted to go at being Charlene. And I would save them all, (laughs) running into the caravan that we'd made, getting them out on on time and stuff like that. Um, (laughs) And it's, it's something that I always remember and it is one of my earliest memories and i remember it quite clearly and so i was watching neighbors then because i knew of that and i think the reason i got into neighbors was because my sister started to watch it so i I think it was just on and back in those days there weren't loads of options to watch so when you when you came in from school you'd have one of the channels on 
BBC yeah. was often the channel in our house. And so you'd finish your children's TV section of, of viewing and then you'd lead in to Neighbours. Yeah. And then we would flick over afterwards and go to ITV for the rest of the evening. And we'd start our ITV slot with Home and Away. It was like Neighbours <laughs> and Home and Away. And it was like that for years. Um, and I I just never stopped watching. I, I'm, as a person, I'm just super loyal to things. And if there's something I watched when I was young and it still exists, then chances yeah. are I still watch it because that's what I'm like. If it hasn't ended, just because I got old doesn't mean I stopped caring about the things. So I'll, I'll, yeah keep watching so that's my earliest memory of neighbors i'll come to sam next sam can you remember yeah. your earliest memory of neighbors well i'm a bit older than you so <laughs> my i i watched it after work and um, and the reason being my mum and dad love each other obviously loved each other but my dad sat in one room and mum used to sit in the room so i just sit with mum watching neighbors um my earliest memory was yeah when, i think it was when kerry got shot um, yeah, Joe, uh, Joe Mango's wife, she got shot. I only vaguely remember she was on the field, uh, and I can't even remember even why or who shot her. That's, they were duck hunting. Duck hunting, that, that was it by accident. He got shot by accident. Yeah, shot by accident. Did he shoot her then? Did Joe shoot her herself? Himself? I don't think he shot her, but yeah, she was. Accident, yeah. I, I remember it. So I was still quite young, but I do yeah. have vague memories of her sort of crawling through the marshes, that blowing was... her little duck whistle, and then yes. she she got shot. And the baby was there, yeah. And the baby was around next to her. Yeah. Uh, and obviously Joe was going, ah, That was my earliest memory. Um, yeah, so that was a long time ago. And then have you just consistently watched since, or did you dip in and out? Um. I did have a break, to be honest with you, when I, when I, um, yeah, when I started, I think it was when I started courting. <laughs> um, you used to go out like, and, like, and, you know, that bunch of neighbours, um, but I did used to watch it on the slime, uh, but not religious. I've, I've watched it now again in religious since probably for the last 20 years or so. Okay, so cool. Yeah. Right, so over to Kat, what's your earliest memory of neighbours? Oh, you see, I was trying to work this out because I was born in the 90s. So a lot of your Charlene and Scott memories, um, I I, de- I can't have because I wasn't around. Yeah. Um, but I started watching Neighbours because I wanted to watch The Simpsons. Okay. And what happened is you had children's TV that finished at half five and The Simpsons started at six. So I'd finished watching Blue Peter, then I'd want to watch The Simpsons, but Neighbours was in the way. So that's how I get <laughs> <laughs> That's how I actually got into watching Neighbours. I'm not sure how age appropriate it was, really. <laughs> um, so I can remember lots of drama between Harold, Lou, and Madge. Oh, that loves yeah. nice. yeah, I can remember the House of Trouser, Cody <laughs> and Joel, and their antics. Yeah. I can remember the Scullies moving to the street, but I, oh, I, yeah. I can't work out when that was because I think that's quite far in the future. Well, around the same time, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I remember all the drama that happened with Flick, and I think that wedding with Flick was one of my first memories. Ah, awesome. I think, but I don't actually know when that was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Neighbours very quickly became um, 
a trump to the symptoms the simpsons um it is it, like oh no I, I'm, I actually want to watch it now the simpsons yeah, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. um it's funny that you mentioned the house of trouser yeah. because when i moved into a house years back i i lived with my brother and a friend of ours in a house and i very quickly uh dubbed it the house of trouser and they were <laughs> just like what are you talking about i had t-shirts made for us all <laughs> Said, oh house my. of trouser they had the symbol on it and it was oh. like a danger sign but it was someone bending over with like wind and it was like danger <laughs> dangerous gases yeah and i would write christmas cards to all of the neighbors on the street and i would sign it from the boys at the house of trouser oh, and they were just okay. like they were like Ian, you're so embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> did you get did you get your you house never things by halves Ian. <laughs> did you get your housemates and your brother then to watch it did you did they, did they get who uh, well, sometimes they would have to watch it by default because I would be watching it. You would have to um, watch it, yeah. <laughs> so, and I lived with I lived with my brother there for a long time, and then we moved somewhere else, just two of us for a long time. So he was aware of a lot of the characters and what was going on because yeah. I, I would always be watching it. And the great thing about um, like the evolution of telly is that it, it, it makes the unmissable unmissable because yeah. you didn't have to be there at a set time. You could just watch it whenever. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, there was a time when I did rely on my VCR to watch Neighbours. I'd have to record it, get home from work, oh, and yeah. watch it. That's what I mean. I record it. Sometimes I used to record it all week, all week and watch it on a Saturday. Or I used to watch it on a Sunday before I went to football. Oh, yeah. I, used to think, I think I used to watch The Omnibus if I'd missed any episodes. Oh, yeah, the Omnibus, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't it, was that on a Sunday evening or a Sunday afternoon? And you'd have to time it to ca- catch the episode you'd missed, wouldn't you? But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Yeah, I definitely didn't record it because I don't think my parents realised I was watching it. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's think about this question. Who's been your biggest neighbour's crush? Oh, I said oh, man before, yeah. didn't I? Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> so was yours was, yours was yeah. Susan. I was like, God, you're an arsehole. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you're the... You're a naughty man, Carl, I used to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, who will take me to you? I'll look after you. <laughs> Go on, Kat. Oh, yeah, I don't have to think about mine that hard because it's it's Drew and Mark Brennan. Oh, Drew, okay. Um, like, in the, the earlier days, and then Mark Brennan. Even when Mark Brennan was being annoying, mm. he's still Mark. <laughs> It's just yeah, a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Like, when was. they put that into the script, <laughs> you're like, "Oh my god, you just made it even better." <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He was he was quite easy on the eye. Say so himself, Mark. Yeah, quite nice looking. So yeah, you wanted to give him a shake and say, "Loosen up." <laughs> yes, he was. Just yeah. But yeah, but then on the other hand, I wanted to go over and clean my house for me. Well, yeah, I mean, imagine, he'd be so clean and tidy. Yeah, that's true. Now, for me, I think mine is a bit of a random one, because a lot of people may not even remember the character, but for me, it was Peppa. Peppa Steiger was like my ultimate neighbour's crush. Was she? um, Was she, um, what's her name, Lucy's friend? No. No. So, she was in it around the same time as, like, the Timmons family, or around at that period, oh, and Sergeant Steiger. So there was Sergeant Steiger that he was in, yeah. it, and there was Pepper Steiger, and yeah, she was my ultimate neighbour's crush. Oh, okay, I'll look that up later. Yeah. 
I got my screen when I wasn't watching it. And I must have banged my head and didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of banging your head, I'm going to ask if there's any really memorable storylines that, that stick out to you as quite impactful. Because mm. one that I always remember was the plane crash in the oh, Bass Strait. I know I had never heard of the Bass Strait, but I just... Yeah. Whenever I hear it mentioned now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where that's where the plane crashed. Uh, oh, is that the one with Paul's son? Yeah. It's Andrew. No. Andrew. The... Not Andrew. It wasn't Andrew. It was the other one. Um, the evil one. Yeah. He, he, he set the bomb. Yeah, he? put yeah. the bomb on the plane. And it actually, they killed off some some characters mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, we got killed off then. They killed off Harold's, um, Harold's son and his wife and his daughter. And I was like, wow, yeah. that was pretty, that was pretty drastic. And Paul lost his leg. Oh, that was a separate thing, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Paul lost his leg. Um, oh, when he fell off the... Um, oh, I thought it was a plane crash. Oh, terrible. You have to take me off this podcast. I know nothing. <laughs> well, yeah. We're, we're not here to be factually correct. We're just talking about something that we love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't mind. I think all the stuff with Finn Kelly, I know that's really recent, but it, yeah. that was amazing. That was amazing. Like, the years and years of Finn Kelly. Yes. Like, I think that's, yeah, that always like, stuck to me, because it was so psychological. Yeah, I think it was, it was very fantastic well you played it. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, you mentioned earlier the the Flick and Steph wedding thing. Yes. That, that it was always a great thing. The, the slap of, of Susan to Carl, that was yeah. very memorable. Yeah. I, I really genuinely remember Madge's death as well. I know I was really young at the time. I think yeah. I was only about 10, but I remember it in the bed. And oh, that, that one stuck with me. Oh, my gosh. I remember. Do you remember? Do you remember the when he, when he, oh, Jerry Belly fell into the river and his glasses were just... <laughs> So that was so badly done, the scene, but so good as well. <laughs> yeah, Neighbours actually does deaths very well. And yeah, yeah. I've, I've watched Madges a few times because I've got it on DVD. Yeah. And it's very oh, well done. Yes. Um, and the Sonia one, we mentioned earlier. That yeah. That was one, a, a whole Nothing. episode. Just them two. Yeah, a whole episode. Yeah. And recently the Hendrix one was yes. very well done as well. That was like oh, a whole series. Yeah, I was good for Mackenzie. I and Drew, I keep bringing Drew up because right. I was really upset when Drew fell off the horse. Yeah, I, yeah. I like. I think that really, really stuck with me. That was one of my first like neighbors' deaths. Yeah, and yeah, that one. Oh, and when um, Steph killed that boy on who on the motorbike. On oh, a, yeah. That whole storyline of Joel wasn't Joel. Yeah. Oh, it was. It was. Um, Donna's boyfriend, it was Ringo. Wasn't it? Ringo, Ringo. That, was, yeah. that one. Oh my god, that was awful. Yeah, that got me. Yeah. Um, I mean, because I love Steph as well, and the whole story. Yeah, of, I actually uh, like being in prison yeah. and the babies. Yeah. And, and yeah. Sting, Stingray just died sitting in a chair on the street. Yeah. That yeah. was also very sad. Yeah. I had to Google what actually happened to him because I was a bit oh. confused. But he'd um, donated his. He donated something, hadn't he, to his daughter, and then he'd left himself without enough. Yeah. Looks, was it? 
It was something along those lines. Can't remember the specifics, yeah. but yeah. It, he donated bone marrow and then got an infection or something really bizarre. But yeah. yeah. And there was like, I think there was a party on the street and he was having a good time and then he started to feel a bit funny and he just sort of sat down and you you watched him just sort of slowly close his eyes. Yeah. And. While the party kept me on. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, it. it I remember, on, Daphne, I remember Daphne Rowland. Do you remember Daphne? Right from the, the early right days. From the beginning of the doctors, yeah, when she was um, the, the stripper, wasn't she? The, yeah, exotic dancer, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and all, 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 I can remember Paul and everybody when, um, uh, when they were younger. Um, you know what, though? I, last week I did go on YouTube and I watched the first three episodes from the 80s. Oh, really? So I, so that it was like, oh god, I'm meeting these people. I'm meeting Daphne. I'm meeting <laughs> Paul as a young man. Yeah. I met this guy Richie's character. Yeah. Um. She, what's he called? Ramsey. It was someone's wedding. And um, then Des was there. Des it was, was there. It was Des. It was Des Daphne's wedding, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Shane Ramsey was around. Yeah. Um. You look old now. <laughs> He's married. I found out he was married to someone from Lord of the Rings, Miranda Otto. I think. Oh. Uh, she's a character that Seki really likes in Lord of the Rings. Um, but anyway, yeah, so Neighbours was trailblazing in many ways, and they had the first um, the first gay wedding on Australian television, the first transsexual character yeah. in Australian television, and during COVID, they were the first soap to get up and running yeah. and came up with sort of various techniques for how they could do things that made it look like there weren't COVID restrictions in place when really there were. And I know British soaps used their model to get yeah. back to, to work. Like, so, well, yeah, it never stopped, did it? It didn't ever pause. See, it, yeah, it didn't specifically pause because it happened to fall in line with their Easter break in Australia because Neighbours has an Easter break. When I actually yeah. visited in 2019, they were on their Easter break then. So I was gutted because it meant I wasn't oh. going to get to meet any characters. But because they were on that Easter break, I did get to go and see sets that you don't normally get to see yeah. when you're on the tour. Yeah. So, you know, it was... Swings and roundabouts, yeah. Yeah, swings and roundabouts. What about, the, what about the people who actually live on the, on the street now? They're going to miss it, aren't they? Well, there's a thing. I think some of the people on the street hate the fact that they're on the street. And there was a storyline a few years back where they teased Mark in the show for this new fence he'd had put in. But yeah. it was they made a point about it because they hated the fence. Like The production company hated the fence. There was no agreement about okay. that fence getting in. But the person that lived in that house, because they are contracted, and they earn like $35,000 or something like that a year yeah. just because, just because their house is in yeah. Neighbours. And that house, the Brennan house at the time, the guy that lived there, the contract had lapsed, and before he signed a new one, he changed the fence. So he wasn't breaking any rules because the contract had run out and they hadn't negotiated <laughs> yet. So then they had to write it in that the Brennan house had a new fence. <laughs> um, so they did it by sort of teasing the character Mark. It was a bit of a stickler for many things, and they, yeah. they sort of said that the fence was rubbish on air as a way of getting back at the guy. <laughs> Do people live in the actual houses? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I think, Pinot Court, I think it's called. So it's a real place. 
And you were getting into when they bought the house there, surely? Yeah, well, that's what I always say. Yeah. You, you know, it's a thing. Um, there was, I don't know if he'll still be there, probably, but there was a security guard. So they have a security guard there, like 24-7, that just stands at the end of the street because you can just turn up and go up the street. (laughs) They film there. I think the agreement was two afternoons a week. So anyone that was going to be home had to park their cars around the corner. And stay in. (laughs) Or, and yeah, so move your cars and stay in the house or just leave and don't come back until they finish filming and that was the agreement and after, after that money wouldn't you yeah for the money they were getting i think it was like easy money yeah, yeah easy money it's nearly no it's australian dollars so i don't quite know how it converts but it was nearly like an extra full wage just to yeah. let them come into the street two days a week <laughs> maybe some of them have to move on now because you haven't got yeah. <laughs> anyone wants to do a boundary lane so I'll happily take the salary. Yes, we do. Plus, I guess you you do have to put up with the fact that there's people just constantly up the street, just wandering around, looking in your gardens and stuff. But yeah. I, I would take that for 30 plus grand. Thank you. Who does the garden maintenance and things, though? Because obviously, like, it all looks amazing. I think it's does part of the contract. They have to oh, do yeah. their own garden maintenance oh, as part of the contract. Yeah. And they have to keep it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, but if they didn't, what would they, what, what could they do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're That's in breach important. contract. I'm sure there was some They're kind paid. of stipulation. Yeah, you They're just don't get the money. Yeah. Victor. <laughs> now, have you guys been to Australia? No. I haven't. No. no. I, it's on my bucket list. So, you know, twice. Because Neighbours is filmed in Melbourne. Yeah. And... Melbourne is actually quite cold in comparison to the rest of Australia. I've heard this. Yeah, Isn't yeah. it meant to be the same sort of temperatures as the UK? Ironically, yeah, and it kind of is. So, like when they were doing the final episode, they were actually freezing. Freezing, yeah. and they're often freezing because we keep putting them in swimsuits as if it's a really hot Australian day. Yeah. It's actually yeah. normally absolutely freezing and Baltic, and you can see the cold. And I'm like, <laughs> in some scenes, you can see the cold. Well, you can just see how wet the ground is because it's clearly yeah. been raining. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very close to the Antarctic. Like it's the it's like right at the southern point of Australia, and so we get a lot of sort of the the Antarctic winds that just travel up. So it makes it very cold Ooh. because Australia is so big. Yeah. Up in Cairns and whatever, it's really hot. Over in Sydney, it's really hot. But where they yeah. are, they just happen to be in quite a, a cold stream, and because it's in Melbourne, also. I think for the like the first ten or something years of the show, they never said on screen that Erinsborough was in Melbourne because okay. there was such a big rivalry between Sydney and Melbourne that they didn't want to alienate some people that might not watch because it was in Melbourne and not in Sydney. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> oh, God, all sorts of it's just generic Australian. Does it ever that. get warm? Like it's cold all year round, or like, like yeah, it does get warm. I yeah. think, but. I, it's not consistently warm. Like some of Australia yeah. is just consistently very warm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's not like that in Melbourne. Uh, you, but do you go may, there. Yeah. You may going to get emigrated away in Australia when, when we were little. Um, Mum's family over there. But we couldn't because at the time, well, my brother had asthma. And at the time, he wasn't allowed to. So I blame my brother for the being in uh-huh. Australia. But then I wouldn't let all these lovely people. Yeah. 
Well, the final episode aired um, the 29th of July here. Yes, and... the day after my birthday, which isn't good, is it? <laughs> So I just want to talk about that because I genuinely, like the next day I woke up and I felt like I'd been at a funeral the day before. Oh, dear. I was texting you, wasn't I? I was going, yeah. I don't actually know what to do. Yeah. It got to one forty-five on the Monday and I didn't know what to do. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I'm missing it now, six o'clock. That's me in tea time. You just sit down, have some tea, watch some neighbours. And like, here comes. I was going to say, like, for me, like, it's my downtime now. Like, wherever I'm working, no matter how what shift I'm on, wherever, how late it is, I come home and I watch it. Yeah. Sometimes on Daily Motion, because I don't, Five On Demand's a bit rubbish, but or yeah. Five Demand or YouTube or wherever I can find it. But I've always watched it as soon as I get in from work, whatever yeah. time that is. Um, and if I'm working from home, it's like clockwork. It's there ready. Yeah. Awesome. But, yeah, I was really stumped on what to do. It's yeah. like it feels like I feel like I've just missed it, and that I've got loads of episodes to catch up on. Yes, I'm like, like oh, I've missed yeah. it for two weeks. Like, two weeks where to yeah. find now. Oh, yeah, it's my downtime as well because you know, being a teacher, you spend all day talking, and when I get home, I don't want to talk straight away. I just, I just want to chill, and. Neighbours very much just became that, right? That's my, I'm just going to sit down, have a cup of tea, watch Neighbours and relax my mind. And for years, my brother worked from home when I was living with him. And he just wanted someone to talk to. So as soon as I got in, he would just like talk, 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 talk. And I was just like, that's all I've done all day. I just want to sit and watch Neighbours, leave me alone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so true. Yeah. He's just like, no, this is quiet time. Don't don't talk in neighbours. Do not yeah. talk to your neighbours. Uh, well, I'll just, I'll just know I don't, I don't work because I can't work. So it is, it is something to look forward to at the end of the day. No matter what I'm doing, even if I'm just if I'm writing or um, I'm doing anything, even if I'm doing a little bit of garden, like that put me alarm on. You know, it's like, could we tear off by having time for neighbours? <laughs> and yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's been an emotional roller coaster name. It's because sometimes you watch it and it's hilarious and you laugh, and sometimes it's been super emotional and, yeah. and you can cry with it. And sometimes it, may, it really makes you think. It puts you in situations where you think, "Oh yeah, I've never even thought. What if that happened? How would you re- re- respond to that?" Yeah, definitely. So it will be missed, and I don't think it can be replaced. No. And um, if they ever brought back in the future, it won't, it won't be the same. Not that they'll bring it back. But... Yeah, I mean, there's talks of bringing it back, and yeah, it won't be the same. If it comes back, it wouldn't be the same, because I'm sure certain people wouldn't come back, and it, it would no, be weird. I don't watch it if you had in it. It did end well, and it felt like a funeral, because, you know, when you go to a funeral, you go to celebrate the life of yeah. someone and I feel that they did a great job in celebrating neighbours that's what I thought yeah that's what I said before I thought I'd be really upset about like the final episode but I enjoyed it I watched it I watched it a couple of times I did have that sort of anxiety of oh god they're going to kill Paul or something aren't they <laughs> <laughs> like all the way through there was that anxiety of oh god they're going to do something awful yeah. 
you kind of settled into it and went, okay, no, no, they're not. It's just going to, it's actually going to be a wedding where nothing goes wrong. Yeah. Whoa. Well, if yeah, Paul, even Paul's character, even, it was like nasty. You, you still empathise with him because everything he'd done was, was done from him, from his point of view, with a good heart, wasn't it? Because he didn't, yeah. <laughs> that's the only way you have to do it. Or buy it or be naughty. Um, I mean, I'm glad they got back together with Trace at the end. One of my favourite things about like the last sort of week's worth of episodes was the Izzy storyline. So for anyone listening that doesn't know, there's yes. this character called Izzy who years ago Carl Kennedy mm-hmm. had an affair with and then mm-hmm. had a child with. Um, and she she was a great soap villain and she came back for this last week's worth of episodes and was now in a relationship oh. with Carl's son, Mal. And <laughs> There was just this great scene with Izzy and Susan right towards the end where Izzy had revealed that she sort of was... Everything that she was doing, it was because she wanted the approval of Susan. Like, Susan was this really great woman that that she looked up to and respected. And Susan basically said to her, "Um, you don't don't need my approval. That was me. I just thought, yeah, it was very well written. And I think yes. it was great that uh, Susan Jackie Woodburn got to sort of close out the show with that wonderful little monologue that she did. And because I, I was like, yeah, what a great, what a great choice of character to finish. Nice little sh- twist. The show. Well, yeah. it had to be. It couldn't have been anyone else, could it? No, no. It, it was nice to be Susan. It was a nice little twist as well. I mean, I think it was because of the, uh, the book, wasn't it? That is it. Looking through the book and realised. Yeah. Penny dropped. Oh, yeah. The book was a nice way of like getting all the characters' memories back, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was very well done. Uh, speaking of well done, I think we're pretty much well done with this chat. So I just want oh. to say thanks to you guys for coming on because I know Neighbours is very special to all of us and I hope that you've enjoyed this little opportunity to just chat about it. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Thank you. Okay. Everybody needs good neighbours. <laughs> they do indeed. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been great, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Ian. Oh, thanks, Sam. Thanks, Ian. Well, thank you so much to Kat and to Sam. I really loved that chat, walking down memory lane, just discussing neighbours, this show that's just been such an important part of our lives and you know trying to make sense of life without it it was a a great chat and I, i really hope that you enjoyed listening to it perhaps you did just tune in because it was a neighbor's chat maybe you've never listened to the show before uh well hopefully um if that is your first time listening then you'll come back you know i talk about all sorts of great things on this show with great people and one of the things i love about improv just bringing this back to improv is it's the people of improv now since i got involved in improv i have had my eyes opened to the wonderful people that uh, that sort of what's the word i'm looking for here not navigate um well that are pulled in to improv It, it it attracts people from all different walks of life but you know fundamentally good people and the fact that I've now got these two great friends that I can discuss Neighbours with because we love it. Before I got into improv, 
I didn't know these people and I wouldn't have been able to have this conversation. So I've got a lot to thank improv for. And if you are listening to this for the first time, and you're like, what even is improv? What are you talking about, improv? I just, I just tuned in because I wanted to listen to a chat about neighbours. Then I seriously suggest you check it out. If you're in Liverpool, obviously there is Liverpool Comedy Improv, but there's loads of other great things out there if you're not based in Liverpool. Uh, so just look up improv in your area, see what the scene is, and go and check it out. Maybe performing isn't for you, but see if there's any shows. Go and support it and enjoy. You will have an absolute blast. And if you are an improviser and you haven't been to LCI, then if the opportunity presents itself, try and get along to one of their drop-ins or go to one of the future shows and try and support. Or just anyone that's listening just go out there and just enjoy improv in any way you can there's loads of great opportunities to go and watch live performances of improv coming up soon so i i definitely advise that you do whatever you can to get out there and be involved in improv maybe as a performer maybe as an audience member but just be involved in improv because it's a really great thing to be involved with And yeah, there's loads of great opportunities. The world is opening up more and more from the pandemic and there's a lot more opportunities for troops to perform and for audience members to go and watch these troops perform. So if you've been to a show and you thought, hey, you know what, that was really good. Find that team, that troop on social media, follow them, see when they're performing next. Maybe you've seen the Boss Birds perform and you thought, you know what, that was great. I should, I, I should go and see that, them again because it's never the same thing twice. So it never gets boring. Maybe you saw Broken Chair recently and you thought, hey, they're a really great troupe. I laughed a lot. They're incredible. I want to go and see them again. Well, do go and, and check them out on social media. Maybe it was the Oikers, my group, the Oikers. Go out there and think, hey, yeah, I'm going to follow them on social media. I'm going to keep on top of where they're performing and I'm going to go and support them. Uh, there's loads of great opportunities coming up the Oikers I've got some great gigs coming up so do yeah check out the Facebook pages the Instagrams the websites whatever you can find if if you're interested in any way uh, and if you're completely new to it just go to the Liverpool Comedy Improv website and and see what's on offer Uh, but yeah support the troops that you love go and enjoy watching it go and find the opportunities to experience it and just get out there and enjoy improv the world is opening up more and more like i've said and improv was so important for so many people during the lockdown you know it was there giving us entertainment giving us comedy giving us laughter in our homes and i still get a lot of that online you know i'm still doing a lot of online improv but for some people they still haven't discovered improv yet and yeah, it was great for me during the pandemic, but it's still a massive part of my life moving forward, and it could be a massive part of your life. Improv is awesome, so go and see what's available. Maybe it's a show you're just going to go and watch and support. Maybe it's a class you're going to go and take. You never know. But I promise you this, whether you're there as a performer, whether you're there just as an audience member, you're going to encounter some incredible people. Really, really good people, as I say, from all different walks of life but they are all just attracted to this wonderful ball of energy that is improv and it is a wonderful thing to be a part of and I'm very lucky that I discovered it. 
so yeah that was a chat about neighbors just improvisers talking about neighbors and i hope you enjoyed listening to it because i really enjoyed it i i enjoy any time i get to talk about neighbors i enjoy any time i get to talk to cat and san about anything because they're just fantastic people and yeah if, if you've never seen neighbors then hopefully you enjoyed it but if you have seen neighbors and you knew exactly what we were talking about where we were coming from i, I really hope that there's some things that we said that really uh, stuck with you that you'll take away from that uh, so thank you very much now if you are interested in getting into improv or already involved in improv and want to try out a different improv scene then all the information you need can be found at www.liverpoolcomedyimprov.co.uk you can also check us out on facebook by searching for liverpool comedy improv and on twitter and instagram we are at live comedy improv this show has a facebook page so go out and sign up to that like us follow us whatever you do on facebook um, it's just search for Liverpool Comedy Improvcast and you'll find everything you need to do with the show there. We drop trailers the Thursday before a new episode and episodes currently drop every other Monday. And if you're new to the show, go back. There's loads of previous uh, guests that are awesome to listen to. They're just life stories. Just me talking to people about improv and their life and it's really fun. You get all sorts of tangents that we go off on and it's, it's a really fun listen so yeah if you are new to the show go back and check out previous episodes and hopefully uh, you'll re- really enjoy them if you are a member of the lci community and you'd like to be a guest on the show then please get in touch with me or with emma bird and we'll make the arrangements as soon as possible i know there are some people that have reached out to me and if you're listening and i haven't got back to you i promise i will get back to you i i just gotta try and fit everything in to my schedule of life uh, but I never miss an opportunity to get someone on the show that's interested so I will get back to you soon I promise as always I would like to remind you that if you are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify give us a 5 star rating review the show and just spread the news spread the good word uh, anything like that just gives us a boost helps us to get our name out there and we really appreciate it if you're interested in following me on social media in any way, shape, or form, then you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search for at Ian Luke Jones, and you'll find all things me that are social media y in those places. And that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's episode. Once again, a massive thank you to Sam and to Kat for coming on and talking about neighbours. It's very sad. But at the same time, a bit like when you do go to a funeral, really. What a, what a great way to celebrate this thing that we love. We're not happy that it's over, but we're happy that we got an opportunity to celebrate it and really think about the impact that it's had on our lives. Because you don't always get that with, with TV shows. So, yeah, rubbish that it ended, but... The way that they ended it, they did a really good job, and I think we can all agree that everybody needs good neighbours. And just before I finally go, as always, here are some words that are wise, wise, wise. Always remember, whatever the situation, to treat life like improv, and yes, and. <laughs>